Um, welcome to the Addie's Primer. This was a live event we did last night and recorded three different panels. I'm over at Bad Dog Studio. This is Addie's Week. Um, my co-host Tara Nesbitt and I interviewed um, a bunch of rising stars, some people in culture, and some leaders for these three panels. I'm going to throw this first one up. We called this panel The Lambs, and this was The Youngsters. Bree Gilliman, Junior Project Manager over at Fleischman Hilliard. Jerry McNeve who is a, a digital production developer at Rogers Townsend, Rebecca Nelson, a video editor at h Partners, Justin Striebel, who is an art director at HLK, and Casey Towell, who is a young designer over at Toki. Uh, this was a terrific panel. Um, we were, the brief to us was we want shit hot creatives in the St. Louis business industry, and that's who they gave us. So have a listen. Tara and I interviewing the Lambs. <laughs> Uh, awesome, awesome. Thank you guys all for being out here tonight, and special thanks to Ad Club St. Louis, our Addy Week chairs for putting this on, and all the hard work that's gone into this, and Bad Dog once again for hosting tonight. Uh, tonight's panelists we'll start out with are rising stars. These Ooh. are individuals who've been identified as really just kicking ass and what they're doing. So uh, without further ado, I will let them introduce themselves, and they're going to share with us the last show on Netflix that they binge watched. So oh. we'll kick it off all with right. Justin. That's all our right. expert. I'm Justin Striebel. I'm an art director at HLK. And the last show I binge watched was actually Girl Meets World. Oh. <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> we will not judge, yeah. judge these, what they say about you, Justin. Mine's not much better. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I am Bree Gellman, and I am from Fleshman Hillard. I'm a creative program manager. And the last show that I binge watched is Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> excited for the rewrite. Uh, my name is Rebecca Nelson. I work at HL Partners and I am the video editor. Uh, the last show on Netflix I binge watched was Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah it's good. Wow. It's real good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm Kelsey Towell. I'm a designer at Toki and like the rest of America, uh, mine had to have been making a murderer. Yes. <laughs> so. nice. Uh, I'm Jerry McNeve. I'm a production developer and designer at Rogers Townsend, and I'm going to troll Josh Hogan because I made it through three episodes of Making a Murder and <sighs> totally dropped out, and uh, Master of None. I think the season that, that was actually show. my, my really shit, too. <laughs> yeah, flew through that one. It was great. Uh, so we'll start with Jerry. Why don't you uh, tell us how you got into advertising, a little backstory on you, and we'll work uh, our It's kind of a meandering road, I guess. Um, I uh, was an English major in college, but where do you go with that? Like probably a lot of people out here. Um, Ended up in digital media and publishing, which led to web development. So got into some digital media after school, after grad school, and then into some tech startup places and was in Denver. So that's kind of a big spot for that now, which was great. And then so came to advertising a little bit off the beaten path. But I think it's, I'm really excited. I kind of, um, you know, am really grateful for the opportunity, but am also kind of wishing I meandered here sooner because I think it's kind of a great convergence of the things I love about sort of being creative, but also uh, the business side of, of selling too. And, and I think it's, it's great. And I think it's an exciting time to be, to be in the industry. Very nice. 
You, uh, it's, it's funny because each one of these, somebody said, we asked for shit hot creatives or, or people in agencies. So that's the brief that your people then sent you here. So that's why you guys are all sitting here, which I think is funny. Mm-hmm. Any, any, like, why, what have you been doing? What have you been up to? Where they're like, yeah, this guy needs to go do this panel. What have you been doing? Um, well, I think I'm just going to be modest here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. I know Kevin Terry's in the house, yeah. but from RT, but we've been, we're revolutionizing email marketing over there. Yeah. It's really exciting sounding, cool. I know that, but actually it is. We, it's all part of what we do, I think, a lot of us in this room, and, and um, that's a big focus of, of what we're doing over there, but also really invested in, in taking uh, design, digital, web development into sort of the new yeah. era and in, in, in building that stuff and making beautiful properties, making beautiful websites, um, I, I think we've been recognized for it, uh, and I'm really proud of the work we've done. That's so awesome. more to come. You've had me at revolutionize email marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. What about you, Kelsey? Um, let's see. I, I actually went to uh, St. Louis University for my undergrad. Um, started there as a pre-dentistry major, of all things. I was like, there's there's visual stuff in teeth, <laughs> right? There's color matching and stuff. Um, but always painted, always drawn, that sort of thing. Um, and so... Through my education at SLU, I built a really awesome peer group and was really inspired by um, my classmates and my professors there, um, but was hungry for more. So I ended up going to um, the Maryland Institute College of Art in Baltimore to get my MFA in graphic design up there with um, Ellen Lupton and Jennifer Cole Phillips, who were super awesome program directors. Um, And then when I was at SLU, I really felt that, that St. Louis was kind of home away from home. Actually, I'm originally from Arkansas, but I love my time at SLU, so... um, after working in Baltimore, or after going to school in Baltimore, um, I came back here and, uh, let's see, had a number of odd jobs, worked at a couple of places part-time, um, taught typography at WashU, which was awesome. Uh, one day I hope to teach again, because that was, that was a really great experience. Um, worked part-time at Toki and in a couple other places, and then um, about two years ago, I, I came on full-time at Toki. So, and that's where I've been ever since. Right. Yeah. What did they say in you? What did they say? Like, we got to send this girl. What's that? What's why? Why are you sitting here? They, they, when we asked. Toki, oh gosh, I don't know. You, Probably because I'm the youngest in the office. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, that kid over there. She's just sent her. And yeah. your masters? Do, would you recommend that to people who are out there, young creators? Is that a looking back? Yeah. With yeah, yeah. this little bit distance from that. I mean, everybody's different. It's it's kind of like finding a job in a way because yeah. not only do they have to pick you, but you really have to pick them. Yeah. Um, there are some some graduate schools that are very independent. They let their students kind of do whatever they want. They say, "Okay, well, we'll meet you on Monday. Do whatever you want. We'll see you next Monday, and then you graduate after two years." Yeah. Um, Micah was a pretty guided program. I could take classes in industrial design that were like really focused. I could take classes in typography, or I could take classes in um, urban theory. If I wanted to, so I liked the, kind of the rigorous program. Mm-hmm. So it's a really good fit for me. Yeah. Um, in addition to them picking me, um, so it just it just depends on where you're headed with your career. Okay. So just if you want loans, <laughs> yeah, if you need a little debt, then it's a yeah. good idea. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Rebecca? Uh, I landed in advertising pretty quickly after I graduated, but kind of unexpectedly, I was a photography major um, at the same university as Justin here, actually. Um, and I worked for like a photographer doing design work and like albums and stuff um, right after college. Um, but while I was uh, in school, I did some like video classes and stuff, and my work was kind of gravitating towards that um, by the time I graduated. 
So I kind of kept an eye out for um, video editing positions and things like that. Um, and H&L Partners had an internship, and I was like, you know, I'll give it a shot kind of thing. I've never thought about advertising. Um, but just kind of stuck with it, and I've been there for five years. Sucks. Well, you got anything that, like, your, your passion, your thing that you've gravitated towards is uh, storytelling, quick stuff, social media? What do you... I mean, I like to, I mean, at work I do mostly, like, web videos and, like, mm -hmm. shell films and things like that for McDonald's. But, uh, <laughs> like, as far as personally, I like to kind of work in all different sort of formats. Um, yeah. I've done music videos and, you know, kind of more fun things like that yeah. would probably be what I'd like to do. Yeah. What about you, Bree? How did I end up here? Um, luck. Okay. Um, I studied at the University of Kansas, journalism, and my only mandatory for looking for a job was not in St. Louis. So surely I ended up here. Um, Are you from here originally? I'm from here originally. So I just wanted to move away and not come back, and that didn't happen. Sucks you back in. I did, but I'm so thankful. Um, and it completely worked out. And, and you're here, wait, you're, you had the most interesting title. Because I, I was, as you start to make, in, agencies have new sets of titles like we talk digital strategist, creative strategist. You have one. It's called? Creative Program Manager. Yeah, like and that. what the heck what does that, that mean? So what does that do? It means that I manage the day-to-day -day operations for a portfolio of clients. Okay. So, so you're an ass kicker. Like, I try to be. Like, okay. <laughs> That's what I strive to be. All right. That's why you're sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always knew I wanted to do graphic design. And actually, for a while, I was on track to do all the things I wanted to do. I, I thought I wanted to mix that with sports because I'm a big sports fan. Um, so I went to the University of Illinois, majored in graphic design, worked there in the athletic department. Um, actually moved down to Auburn University in Alabama, um, worked in their athletic department for a little bit. But my one mandatory was getting back to St. Louis, and <laughs> neither of those things had that. So looked for a job here, and that's how I got into advertising. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit about your background. So you all have, you know, you've been in the industry less than five years, and obviously you're kicking ass and doing your thing. What do you think has been your biggest success as far as in the last five years in your career? We'll start with you. Um, I think it's, it's coming from uh, sort of a disparate background of media and tech and things like that, and then... And then coming into advertising and sort of seeing things with, um, I don't know, fresh eyes, which is sort of a different perspective, uh, and trying to bring some of those, some of those aspects into into advertising or, or what we do every day, uh, insofar as insofar as trying to trying to innovate and change the way things we do things. I think, in my perspective as a web developer, we want to push uh, not just. Uh, how things are built, but what they look like. Uh, I think we're in a really exciting time for web design, and even people say the web is dead. I definitely don't believe that, and I think actually we can we can wake up tomorrow with some more amazing ideas than we did today, and and that's that's the time we're in. And so uh, I think that uh, trying to always the challenge is working with the, the client list you have and, the, and their needs and their problems and solving those. But I think coming from a place where you're trying to come up with innovate, innovative ideas every day and apply them to uh, how, is this, how is this startup going to get off the ground and what are we going to do to compete and differentiate ourselves. And I think that 
um, bringing that to the advertising biz every day. Uh, I mean, who isn't trying to do that? But yeah. how, it, how much of your ideas are stuff you guys are doing for yourselves or stuff you're doing for clients? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, exactly. And, and then that's the, I think that's the thing you... Or it's stuff you, you're trying to do that you're going to go then sell the clients. Right. I think everyone comes with their passion play and their Rolodex of great ideas, yeah. Yeah. Um, many of which will never be sold, but uh, because that's the game we have to, that's the jump yeah, rope yeah. we have to play within is, is coming up with great ideas and then, and then describing or selling to the client as something that's going to solve your problem. And mm-hmm. I think that's where you really get the best out of creative people is being able to walk that rope and, and push those ideas out into the world. And that's what, uh, that's what I think all of us try and do every day. But, um, I know that, uh, at RT it's, it's something that we're, um, it's a great environment where we're, where we're expected to do that and we want to do that. So I, I think that's, that's awesome coming into the industry from somewhere else and, and seeing that is is uh, exciting, definitely. So, grad school is is pretty self indulgent. It's <laughs> it's a pretty selfish thing. Um, but one of the things that that it taught me, and then that carried over into my work at Toki, um, is learning about my process. And I think figuring out my own process mm-hmm. while being at Toki has probably been the most successful thing, even though it's kind of a personal goal. Um, because a client will come to you with a prompt, whatever it is, and I have to adjust my process based on what that prompt is. And now I'm, I'm getting better at kind of learning how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm such a, a lover of the analog. I have just notebooks and notebooks and notebooks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I could never be a web designer. I have mad respect, but I, <laughs> but I could never be a web designer because um, I, I have to get a little bit messy first. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Toki fosters that, which is really cool. Um, and so just, just learning how to approach problems and then um, selling them would, would probably be learning that about myself probably be the most successful. You learned that, you developed this in grad school. You sort of developed this process or this way of doing things. Yeah, it's it's because it's very self-reflective. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. have your own space to make whatever you want. I mean, of course, there are assignments, but, um, and people approach things completely differently. And then working with those people and learning their own process um, and being respectful of that, you know, is huge. So um, I think for myself, that's been super valuable and then learning about others, for sure. So. Rebecca, you want to add something to that? Um, I haven't been to grad school, so... Right, yeah, you're <laughs> school. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying, and I, it is interesting, like, whenever you interact with your coworkers, how they have different processes, you're always building each other up, and, like, learning new, better ways to do things, so... Um, what was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long question. Um, basically, like, obviously you've been in the industry for not that long, so mm-hmm. what's been a, a huge success for you and how? Okay. Um, probably just the entire time um, building up the video capabilities of the agency. Whenever I started as an intern, we had some kind of, like, shitty video camera and kind of just do, like... <laughs> Quick little things, you know, that for the clients, just when I had no budget. Um, but now, like, a lot of the things that, um, I mean, that we just have the capability of doing in-house um, has grown exponentially. And, I mean, with smaller budgets every single day, um, it just... Your creativity has to be kind of be super creative. Budgets go down, that's where it happens. But, yeah, yeah. so... Um, 
and now we could just do a lot more in-house, and it's expanding all the time. That's good. So. Three? I would say that I am the most proud of my growth. Um, over the past two years, I can say without any conviction that every day I show up and give everything I have. And that's just an amazing feeling to walk out the door knowing that you did that. Um, from a team perspective, I am so proud of my team. I'm so proud of the work that we do, um, how we care for each other, and build each other up. Um, personally, I think just kind of owning uh, the term of being a creative um, something that I've grown into over my three years at HLK. I think, uh, I don't know, even at school, in art, you know, being at art school, I think I was pushed against that. Like, I didn't want to be the art student. Um, so I was trying the stereotypical to have, art student. You're yeah, I was, you know, I was a sports fan, so I was maybe yeah. more the stereotypical <laughs> sports guy who was in art school. And, uh, you had to put away that game jersey if you yeah. were going to be an art school mate. And now I, I just, being around, yeah. being around a lot of great creatives in the industry, but then maybe there's so many outside forces that try and kind of push back on the creativity, I've, I've started to own it more and, and approach things from that mindset. And, yeah. um, I guess my growth there. That's good. So you, you just talked about learning something like mentorship. I'd love to hear if you guys each have found mentors at your jobs, what you've learned, or if there's lots of them, or is there someone that's taking you under their wing and, like, made your career? Yeah. Um, I've had a number of them, I think. Um, going back before I got into the, before I got back to St. Louis and in the ad mm-hmm. agency, um, one of my bosses, he's a great friend of mine now, um, and, you know, he mentored me for a couple years, basically, and always and um, from web design to just, mm-hmm. just other things. Actually, life, he's, uh, he's going to marry us at, um, at our wedding, so he's been a great friend. Um, <laughs> and a guy who can marry And you. he's going to, in the <laughs> church of dude. Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, but at, uh, at HLK, there's been a number of um, senior level or higher um, designers who just... Um, yeah, just looking over your shoulder, not in, a, not in too much of a way, but looking over your shoulder and giving you feedback, and I, I do the same to them and kind of grow from that. That's cool. Hey, um, I think we all know this, but iron sharpens iron. Um, I learn from everyone all around. It's just the group of people that I'm surrounded by is phenomenal. Um, my boss in particular, Mr. Ben Bowling, who's here tonight supporting me, um, <laughs> has been phenomenal. Yeah. And in the, pa- in the past eight months, I switched roles, and he completely let me take it and run with it. And I'm so thankful for that. That's good. So, he, so you were doing something, wasn't quite the right fit. Someone saw this, saw your potential, put you where you could grow. Yes. And boom, you've taken off. Just let it go. There you go. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Good job, Ben Bowling, wherever you are. <laughs> Um, Don't make eye contact me. <laughs> I think a lot of times, like Justin said, it's uh, the senior people in your role, like or creatives, um, is always like kind of looking out for you and giving you advice on things. Um, I remember the very first one was John Hansen. Like whenever I first went into um, advertising, <laughs> no, it's worked out. Um, always uh, kind of just telling you how it is. Uh, I've seen him do it with other junior employees um, while I worked with him. Um, but kind of just showing the ropes of advertising in general. Um, it's been really beneficial. For me, it's, it's really hard to pick just one because we have kind of a diverse crowd in our tiny, close-knit group at Toki. Because um, there's people that are, are super enthusiastic. They're like the real... Um, 
those people that lead like pep rallies cheerleaders so, yeah they're yeah. they're real cheer- cause they're like <laughs> like you can like be so excited about this project you know you can do this is who we're working for this is so cool it's going to have this much exposure you know and then they're like the pragmatists who are like it really doesn't need to be that way and you know and then I think yeah it really doesn't need to be that complicated you know so there there are lots yeah. of different voices yeah. um, at Toki and whether they're a writer, whether they're a project manager, whether one of the senior designers, creative directors, whatever, even web designers, um, you know, everybody's got something different to add to the table. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm inspired by a lot of folks. That's good. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely two uh, two people I'm definitely eyeball, literally eyeball to eyeball with every day um, that have really, you know, been influential. Me, uh, Josh Hogan has definitely tried to bring in people that are gonna. Uh, to the digital department at RT, they're going to bring a creative aspect to it. I mean, I know there's a sort of a stigma of web developers and ones and zeros and things like that, and I think uh, his philosophy is to try and add a creative flair to that, um, bring new ideas, integrate them into the creative department as a whole, which is great. I think that's awesome. Uh, Also, uh, my colleague Kevin Terry, again, um, he's taught me tons of things, so many things, uh, nuts and bolts things, but we are on a really the same page from, uh, you know, being nerding out about web development, but also the aesthetic part of it, the beautiful part that we can make awesome things. And uh, those two people uh, in my direct vicinity every day that I, I think uh, have had a great influence on me. And I'm lucky to, lucky to be seated where I am, literally. So. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's interesting that all you guys talk about, you know, that mentorship, that influence that's helped guide you along the way. And a lot of times, you know, when people are young and first getting started in the industry, they're really timid or shy. And it seems like all you've been very outgoing and, you know, approach those to help guide you. What has driven you to that? Has it been your career to drive to, like, do something? Or has it just been a personal, I want to be the best and I'm going to just, you know, find those mentors and latch on and see how they do things and learn things. I don't think I approached John. I think he kind of just forced it upon me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the, yeah, that's, yeah, that's John Hanson. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it wasn't an intentional thought. It was just circumstances um, and luck. Right, please. <laughs> I, I think I'm a perpetual student. I think I will forever be a student. Uh, one guy I was talking to before this was like, so here's a question they're going to ask. If you could pick a house in Harry Potter, what would it be? And I would probably be Ravenclaw because I'm the total dork that like sits with books and studies and learns about theory and all these things. So like for me, it was the drive to learn. I kind of latch on to people who can teach me something. Um, so whether I work with them, whether I hang out with them, whether it's my cousin, you know, if I can learn, I'm gonna I'm gonna find them. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's it's. Um... I mean, in, in everything we do, professionally or socially or, or anything, you, I think you have to find a place where you're comfortable in your skin, and once you get there, you can interact with people and learn so much from them because you're not afraid of you know, putting yourself out there, asking stupid questions, uh, telling jokes that people don't laugh at occasionally, <laughs> uh, and just not caring you know, which way the wind blows because it's not going to blow you over, and all those kind of silly metaphors, but it's it's just, you know, it's it's being comfortable who you are, and and then you can ask any question. You can you can take any chance, and uh, you know, you're not gonna. It's not gonna kill you. It's it's really actually gonna end up working out. 
almost always. So that's my experience. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a pretty quiet learner, at least at first. Um, so I'll pick up on things. I'll just observe um, other people who I think are doing a good job. But um, at HLK, I don't know, it's just an environment where we've really all become friends. And, and once you get to that point, um, and it's, yeah, like you're saying, super easy to just ask any question. There's no stupid questions. Well, there might be, but it's okay. And, uh, yeah, and uh, just so kind of stupid. That yeah, stupid. I think a huge thing is, is understanding that there's almost everything you do when you get somewhere is, is going to be learning. I mean, there's, there's an expertise and a skill you bring, but, you know, uh, you're just going to be learning the whole time. And the things you did the first day, the first week, uh, you won't believe that you did them and that you now know this other way of doing them. And I think that that just going with that thing, not being stressed about knowing everything, because honestly, you know, you're skilled and you're talented. That's why you're there. But it's almost all, it's like, it's almost all school again, mm-hmm. I think, if, is one way to look at it. How, how competitive is it, like, uh, at the agency, it, it used to be, you know, the writers, we'd all try to get the right spot so we could go and shoot the spot in L.A., and that was the big prize, and, and it was pretty competitive, idea-wise. Do you guys, are you set up to compete and collaborate, or how is it mostly collaboration, or what, how do your teams work? Well, we have such, like, a kind of, like, tight-knit group and really not that many in any particular role yeah. so it's not really um, needed to compete it's like whoa I have too much on my plate like can we like share and like someone's <laughs> yeah, the other one you know? yeah so I mean I don't feel like the competition really fosters um, creativity well because I mean it's nice to be able to go to your coworker and be like hey I'm thinking of this idea you know and kind of bounce it off them yeah. and if you're competing with them you'd want to keep it close to the best you know which I don't think fosters creativity very well I would say I'm more inspired by what other people are doing than, than I feel, and vice versa. Then I feel like we cre- uh, compete against each other because um, we do collaborate. We always looking at each other's screens, um, so we know what each other are doing, and we're not we're not hiding it and trying to one up anybody. We're just trying to be inspired by and, and match each other's creativity every day. Totally agree with these guys. I don't think I could work at a place that's super competitive intra-office um, because, yeah, it absolutely just doesn't foster creativity. Um, I really like to, if I'm working on something, go to someone who's completely unreal, like doesn't know what the project is. You know, is this legible? Can you read this? You know, does this make sense? Um, and they'll, you know, they'll support whatever we're working on. People all have their different jobs. Different, what, whatever they're doing is different. Um, and someone might... Um, design a logo for a company and then someone else might take that on and develop the signature style and business papers and then the web team will take it and they'll do something magical with it um, so I, I think Toki really fosters collaboration could not work at competitive yeah, I place. agree I think it's it's being able to collaborate you know we all have our teams and our disciplines maybe that you're working in more often than not but in a place where you are, are, are asked to and it's fostered to collaborate with someone that you might not work with frequently and given the opportunity to do that kind of completely opens your world to people that are in your building but that you don't necessarily get to work with every day and that uh, just keeping that environment and that philosophy alive um, which is definitely at RT and and I'm sure it is at at, at your guys' shops as well is, is something that you know, is, is, is not competitive. It's the opportunity to, to work with someone that you don't get to, and, and that, I think, is, is a, the best substitute for any kind of competition that you would add. Yeah, Absolutely. So it add. sounds like each of you, in your own way, has a 
20,000 foot view of how the agency works, like broadly speaking, you're not, you don't feel like you're in this little thing. You get to work outside and sort of get the whole picture. That's good. For me, I think if there is a competitiveness, it's completely personal. It's yeah. not with my teammates. Like, I want to be better than I was the day before. Yeah. So that's where that comes in, yeah. in my world. Uh, last question here. And speak of being better than you were the day before, how do we continue to elevate the ad scene and design scene in St. Louis from your perspective, being you know young and kind of fresh and new to the scene? Like, What are some things that we can do to keep propelling it forward and make St. Louis a place to be known and reckon with um i think uh keep having events like this for one thing too maybe not just during eddie's week um i think there's a lot of uh creative um if you look other places where they have great creative cultures um the communities are constantly getting together and and discussing things um i think that's that's one way to do it um, for, I mean, that's a group way. Um, personally, if we all just focus on the work, it's just going to get better and it's going to happen on its own. Um, that's a really simple answer, but it's good. it works in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree with Justin. Like, uh, Addie's Week, whenever you see what other agencies are doing, you're like, wow, that's like, really good. And it kind of puts a bug in your brain, like things that are possible. I agree, and then I have to say that we need a city font because because Chattanooga is doing it really well, and we need to do that too. We need a St. Louis font. We do. You're the font strategist. You're the typography strategist. I am typography strategist. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's so much about the community, and 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 there is a strong ad community here in St. Louis, and these events are great. And I think, but I think. Um, you know, feeling feeling empowered to anyone empowered to organize uh, small events or get together and or, organize bigger events, what, whatever they may be, whatever they are centered around. It's about uh, you know we talked about collaborating in our own house, but um, all the creative people that are here tonight, and we all you know work in different places and have our busy schedules. But I, I think all of us are probably working on a couple things that we're interested in, passion wise, uh, in our own time or whatever that we. We just uh, put everything into and we love, and I think uh, um, getting together uh, across the aisle, uh, whatever company you work for, is a is a great way to, to to keep that going. And and who knows what can come out of that? I think that's that's an exciting idea. So cool. Are we time? Are we time? We're time. Okay. Uh, round of applause for our rising for stars panelists. Nice job, you guys. I think we're gonna have a 15-minute break.